Good evening and welcome to Sporlitics, where sports and politics mix and mingle. I'm Stacey Johnson. Joining me tonight is Aguna, the Nigerian moderate Republican, Keith, the constitutional conservative, Stephen, the independent thinker, and my cousin Todd, I guess he'll be right back. We've got a packed show for you. Uh, NASCAR makes rule changes for road courses. Many tracks, one mile or less, will have these changes. The Senate votes to overturn the Biden administration's retirement investment rule, as Republicans say it is woke. NASCAR's Kurt Busch remains out as concussion symptoms continue to linger. His wreck at Pocono Raceway just last summer has kept him off the track up until now. Supreme Court Chief Justice John Roberts takes center stage in the battle over student loan forgiveness. Lego. Lego becomes a new NASCAR licensee and releases NASCAR Next Generation Camaro, and Farewell Fontana. Stephen will talk about that. Aaron Rodgers is still in the midst of his darkness retreat about whether he will stay or whether he will go from the Cheeseheads. Oh, I'm sorry. I mean, the Packers. Mm-hmm. A U.S. Supreme Court justice's paragraph put the Voting Rights Act in more danger. March Madness is here. That is a really great time of the year. Is your bracket ready or is it ready to be busted? A Chinese fighter jet confronts a U.S. Navy plane with CNN crew aboard as tensions simmer in the South China Sea. A lab leak is most likely the origin of COVID-19 pandemic, according to the U.S. Department of Energy. Eli Lilly to cut insulin prices, cap costs at $35 for many people with diabetes, as the House Republicans are launching their first investigation into Democrats as Rupert Murdoch acknowledges that Fox News hosts endorse election fraud falsehoods. The conservative media mogul spoke under oath last month in a $1.6 billion defamation lawsuit against Fox by Dominion Voting Systems. SNAP, pandemic food assistance that held back hunger comes to an end this month and more if we can fit it in, first up, Stephen, with your NASCAR, what's going on? Well, they raced the last time they'll ever race in California, which is a real drag. It's a two-mile track. It's a lot of fun. It's crazy. It's the oldest asphalt. I don't know why they don't just change it up a little bit, maybe change something. But they're going to turn it into something dramatically different. And the rumor on the street is it's going to be a uh, – probably a small track like a Bristol or Martinsville or something in between those two that 
everybody wants to watch and that they would get better ratings, but the place was packed. Everybody was there. It's, it's a shame that it has to go, but at least something's going to be there. It's a, it's a great location, but uh, I, I just wanted to talk about the winner of the race. If I could real quick, Stacy was uh, Kyle Bush. He was spent 15 years with Joe Gibbs racing and got kicked off the team last year for really no reason. He's, he's a hall of fame driver. He's gonna, he's gonna go down as one of the top 10, maybe top five drivers of all time. Um, at least top 10. Um, great driver, but they got rid of him. He's, he can be a little abrasive. He rubs people the wrong way sometimes, but he's a character. He's like John McEnroe sometimes from tennis, but, uh, he went to uh, the, uh, uh, another team where he's going to get a lot more focus on him because it's a small team. Uh, Joe Gibbs had the other team. They have four, four people in there. It's, it's a lot to, to go around. And they try to push Denny Hamlin's on the team and, you know, tricks. They try to push people. Well, the, uh, the, the deal is he went with Childress, who was the, uh, the man for Dale Earnhardt Sr., uh, so many years ago. So the fact that he's with Richard Childress, he's, he doesn't have anything to do with people unless, unless he's going to make him a champion. He's a wizard. And it, it's great that he went there and, and Kyle already run a race. And we had, I've been saying, and I'm, I'm, I haven't heard, but I'm sure other people have to know he's not happy about getting kicked off. That's just common sense. And there's the Kyle Bush. There's a picture things. of Kyle Bush. Yeah. And he's ready to go. Like Todd, who, like Todd and Aguna, who don't know who in the world Kyle Busch is or what he looks like. Well, I would be surprised if he doesn't dominate. But he, uh, his only real competition, I think, this year is Ross Chastain. If Ross Chastain would have won it all last year, but he made too many people mad and wrecked them, and they came back and retaliated, and they ruined his season, and he finished second. So if he can he can go clean, it's going to be between him and Kyle this year. They are the most amazing drivers that are out there right now, the, the two to watch, the eight okay, and the so one. Um, you talked about the many tracks, right? The one mile or less, right? Right. You talked about Kyle Busch. Um, he's going to come back even though he had that concussion sim symptoms, right? No, no, no. Kyle Busch is the one who won the race this past week. Kurt Busch is his brother. Oh, his Kurt Busch. So that's Kyle Busch who won. Let me yeah. get Kurt. I didn't realize that. So Kurt. Um, yeah, he's the wow. older brother. He's 44 years old. Two brothers. Yeah. Okay. And then the other thing you want to talk about, or we want to talk about is Lego. Lego is a licensee now. Of the, of a car. Yes. And they're, 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 they sponsor a car is what you're saying, right? You say a licensee, but they sponsor yes. a car. That's what, yeah. that's what I assume that's what that oh, means. Yeah, I don't I don't blame them. I mean, to get on here and, and, and they're expanding so much, it's it's really good exposure. It's really racing this year, NASCAR is gonna surprise a lot of people and get a lot more fans involved because it's it's becoming it's gonna come become uh just another sport that that's huge. It's they they're gonna build it up. You're not gonna be able to to miss it. This is what's gonna happen with racing now. It's it's it, it's it's on the it's on the upswing, and everybody thought it was on the downswing, but it's not. It's gonna gain so much more popularity uh, in the next uh, few months this year, and then going into next year, it's gonna be crazy. I really do believe that. Okay, so um, let me. I want to share this screen. This is Kurt Busch for Aguna and 
cousin Todd who don't know who Kurt Bush is. Yeah, I could pass him in the street and not know who that guy is. Right. Looks like a guy I saw at Costco the other day. That's understandable. <laughs> did he help you find your hammer? We both went after the same, you know, uh, a carton of water and stuff. Oh, oh, same right. pallet of water. You know, you can buy in bulk in Costco. Y'all went. For, y'all both went for the last piece of chicken they were giving out. Who <laughs> yeah. says Aguna eats chicken? Huh? Who says Aguna eats chicken? Oh, I, I, I'm sure Aguna eats chicken. I've right. seen. Yeah, I don't shy away from that, but you know, I, know if you, if you eat, I see you eat burgers all the time. If you eat burgers, you're not going to shy away from chicken or any meat, probably. It's a favorite African uh, African cuisine. I know he does because I eat African uh, cuisine. We can't. We can't. That, see that you, would be uh, goat. That would that would be goat, Keith. Yes. Are you, Keith? Okay. <laughs> I, but yeah, I, that I, too. I eat chicken every day, but I'm from South Africa. <laughs> South Africa, Henrico County, right? Yeah, that's right. So, Aguna, do you want to talk? Thank you, thank you, Stephen. Aguna, do you want to talk about the NBA? How they're expecting the? What, what about what about the Lego car? Who's the driver <laughs> of that car? I need to know about that. Well, that's he doesn't know about football. it. I don't even know who's who's Lego is sponsoring. It's got to be somebody, you know, maybe a, just a, a one one car team or something like that, but. That could get you in there, Guna. You could pull for that car, and you could. Uh, yeah, maybe. Huh? Yeah, I haven't. I haven't pulled for a car since the Eminem car. Who was driving the Eminem car um, back was, in the day? Uh, Kyle Bush, who yeah, just. Kyle Bush, right. Right. He went oh, from you, the. You mean the eighteen car Eminem car, right? Right. Right. Yeah, that was Kyle. Now he moved to the eight car with Richard Childress, who who used to be the owner of uh, Earnhardt Senior's car. The one who died at Daytona. Gotcha. Yeah. So, so it's interesting because Lego, uh, they just built a, a huge distribution center in, in Virginia as part of their. So it's interesting where, you know, they're sponsoring, you know, NASCAR is very popular in Virginia. And then you see Lego expanding its footprint because Lego, of course, is based out of Denmark. And I mean, it's really fascinating turnaround. Uh, from a branding perspective, uh, well, what they did going from the late 80s into the 90s where they almost went bankrupt to till now where they're doing a lot of the this. You see a lot of Lego sets, you know, that are like based on Hollywood movies. And now, you know, with sponsoring a NASCAR, that, that it's it just shows you how the company has evolved and, you know, continues to rebrand and expand its target market. So I think this is good. I think it's good for NASCAR. I think it's good for Lego. I think it's good for America actually, because there were a lot of shortages of some, some of the Lego sets over here. So, you know, it looks like they're ratcheting up their um, footprint. So if you look, you can't see it, Aguna, but everyone else can see on the screen. I have a picture of the Lego car. So everyone can see it. Can you tell um, what number, what number, oh, that's number 75. Yeah, he's on a small team, but you never know. A team like that can win Daytona. They can win Talladega. They can win a, a, any time. So well, I don't think that that's a – I think it's just a uh, – It's it says NASCAR is building connections with future fans by giving them something extraordinary to build themselves. It isn't necessarily a car for uh, a particular um, 
Oh, you mean they're driver. not gonna be they're not gonna be sponsoring a car? They're not gonna be I, on I, the I, car. Wait, 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 wait. This is just a Lego set that's a car? Is no, I don't, think car? So. I don't think so, Haguna. I, I see a car. So this yes, is actually gonna be in a store? It says it's available on brick and mortar and digital toy shelves worldwide. The new model kit that's man. You had us thinking that you, you had us no, getting it. And you know what, Aguna? It could be both. It's a it's a, yeah, it's a Lego car that's made from the car that went that drove in the race. But, but yeah, the funny well, I want to hold my breath. That Aguna, looks pretty good. It's gonna be expensive though. You know, those Lego Aguna cars, they run about five hundred bucks. Aguna's getting excited because you're thinking about your son and having a Lego car, right? Yeah, I may end up buying it anyway. It looks like it looks pretty cool uh, actually looking at it. I can actually see a little bit of it. So yeah. That that's cool. Um yeah. Anything Lego is cool with me, you know. So that's what that's all. Awesome. At least they but you know they gotta be sponsoring a car and it's probably the seventy five car. They have to have even their name on there somewhere. Yeah, that would but make they, sense. Right, they have to, or they wouldn't have this. That's weird. So can we go on to um, Only in America. Only, <laughs> only in America. Only in America. Can we go on to the NBA? Aguna, um, they're trying to make the Boston Celtics be something they're not. The, the Sixers just lost. Uh, where are we with this season so far with the NBA? You know, just, just when I thought we were having a good February, you know, now all of a sudden they're talking about Harden going back to the Rockets and free agency and all this stuff. And then that collapse against Boston, it was just, it was ridiculous after leading the majority of the game. I don't know. This is this. This season, this year for the city of Philadelphia is shaping up to be, you know, uh, uh, a season of being in second place uh, because you just get the feeling that even if the Sixers get to the final, get to the playoffs, they're not going to get past the second round. If they get to the finals, which I'll be surprised, it doesn't seem like they just have the, the you know, just they need, they're missing a little component. Boston is shooters. They have, you know, they are a little bit more well-rounded of a team. Um, Sixers, they, again, I got to see what's going on with Embiid. At one point, he was looking like he was doing something. But now it's like, as we get into March and make that April playoff push, you just get the sense that the Sixers are going to come up short, just like the Union, Eagles, and Phillies. And I don't think the the Philadelphia sports public could, um, you know, are going to be able to withstand another, um, withstand, excuse me, another disappointment, especially with the flyers stinking. Um, this is going to be one of those things where the process may finally be over this year. I hope not. Let's not be negative. Let's be positive. Yeah. Um, especially when it comes to the Sixers, because, you never know. If Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. It's coming. It's coming. Everybody brace yourself. Brace yourself. Here we go. Go ahead, Ty. Never mind. Can't do it. Never mind. I don't know. Yeah, you know it's an alley, alley hoop, Todd. Come on. Let's, let's hear it. Let's hear it, Todd. Come on. Move on. All right. Yeah. We're going to move on to hey, something that's more important. Hey, Stacey, can yes. I can – I, I watched the game last night. I've been keeping up with the Memphis Grizzlies a little bit and watching them really? some. And I don't know if you know uh, Ja Morant. Morant, do you know him? I've heard of him, but I know Aguna does. Yeah, she got to see him last. 
you should have watched him last night. If you if you hadn't, go back and watch the game. This guy is his superhuman abilities. He was great. He was like uh, a little bit like last night. He was like Jordan uh, 2.0 or something. I mean, I know Jordan's the best, but this guy was amazing. He has got so much talent. And also, he went up. He was like – it looked like eight feet in the air. Came down on his elbow. Looked like he was going to die. Looked like he was he, – he, he, he was just – he was dead. And he, he ended up playing again. I mean, this guy's really tough, uh, really – and super talented. He's like a magician. So he was really, really fun to watch last night. And I'm, I'm watching uh, the Grizzlies. They, they, and they helped me out last night. So I'm, I'm digging them a lot. And I'm really mad. But at- you're always talking about somebody helping you out, Stephen. And I'm kind of getting the feeling that you are betting on games all the time, talking about people Stephen, helping Stephen you out. Stephen oh, no. a gambler. Not, He's a I'm gambler. Not I'm not betting all the time. But when I bet, bet on uh, Philadelphia, they let me down. So I, I go and I look at something else. And, you know, when I talk about betting, I'm nickel and diamond. I'm not, I, you know, they talk about whales, people that bet they're whales, they're huge. I'm not, I'm like a, I'm like a guppy. I'm almost like a goldfish. I don't bet much. And, you know, sometimes they do parlays and I can rack up a little money. But now, I, you know, like I said, I've never bet the house. I'll, I'll bet a, a, a tool shed without any tools in it or something. But I'm, I'm, I just like the, the fun of it. I do it for fun. It's All like, right, so it's like monopoly. It's like so, monopoly to me. So there's um, yeah. Did you want to talk about that, Aguna, and what the Grizzlies are doing in the in the league? Oh, well, I what don't do you- really, I, I don't really follow the Grizzlies um, like I do the Sixers, and now, and I really don't get into the NBA until after the All Star break. So this is where I'm starting to kind of hone in to see exactly who are the the contenders versus pretenders. And unfortunately, the Sixers are looking like more and more like pretenders. But yeah, I mean, John Moran, I know, I know. He's a real favorite of my son. He likes him. Um, good guy. And you, you know, play? you've seen him play. I have seen him play. I have seen him play. Uh, so, yeah, right, yeah. Let's, so let's, I gotta go back and look at him from last night, though. I'll I'll make sure I check that out. Check it out. All right. Thank you. So let's move on to the NFL, and particularly what I want to talk about the NFL, Aguna, is the Cheeseheads, and more specifically, Aaron Rodgers says the decision on his future of coming out of the darkness. Um, I mean, I think it's bringing a lot of drama. He says, I don't care if you all think it's bringing a lot of drama. If you think that, don't watch. Don't take part. Um, Aguna, what say you about Aaron Rodgers and his decision whether or not to stay with the uh, Cheeseheads? You know, you know, if you look at like the the old lions on the Serengeti when they get to a certain point in their lives where they know that you know their best years are behind them and not in front of them, and it's that time to to go out there and and, and have the highness just take them off into the bush. This is kind of where you know Aaron Rodgers is in his career. He um you know is at the point where you know Green Bay, you know they don't have the money to really bring in and build the team around him like they did four or five years ago. You know, they, they got rid of a lot of his weapons, Devontae Adams, you know, even though they still got a decent running back up there and Aaron and Aaron Jones, but it's like one of those things where um, Aaron Rodgers is at the point where he just needs to make that one last, you know, Super Bowl run for le- for his legacy's purposes. I mean, one ring, you know, is good. 
but it will solidify his career if he has a two ringer, right? So you look at the Peyton Mannings, you look at a lot of his peers from his era. I'm not going to say Brady because Brady got them all, but the the Mannings, Drew Brees can get another one. I mean, Russell Wilson's probably trying to look for one, but these guys become journeymen and they don't have the 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 staple or, or the supporting cast to get them over the hump. And I think that's where he is in Green Bay. And, you know, there's rumors that he could get traded. There's like they're not good enough to really be that perennial contender anymore. Didn't make the playoffs last year. And even in games, even like the game against the Eagles, where you think that Aaron Rodgers would somehow miraculously kind of lift the team up and and um, and bring in a victory. It's just not that way anymore. So at this point in his career, he's looking to get to a team that's a contender, right? So you've heard rumors of him going to the Jets. I think they, they talked about the Raiders. But the only thing is the way his contract is structured, I think it's like $65 million. So if he were to get traded, you know, what team, especially at this point, wants to take on $65 million some odd dollars and probably give up some draft capital to bring Aaron Rodgers in there for like this last Super Bowl-type run? And there are not a lot of takers out there. I, I know the Jets and the Raiders may be a big one, but, you know, they're going to have to make some decisions about Jacobs, their running back. Devontae Adams is there, so it would be interesting for them to get reunited. Um, but that's where it is. So because football is a male drama, he's going to milk this thing until he can stay relevant. He's going to, you know, just like Tom Brady, these guys, they know they're going to the Hall of Fame. They know that, you know, their best years are behind them. So it's like, okay, do I have one more season in me with a contender that's going to put me over the top? All right. And who knows? I don't think so. I don't think so. I don't see a lot of takers for Aaron Rodgers at this point. No, okay. it's what is this cheesehead thing? Is that that's American what they, that's cheese what they or wear. cheese? They wear cheeseheads. What does that even mean in English? They're the Packers. They pack cheese. They like. They really like their cheese in Wisconsin. Oh, this whatever is best for everyone. The indecision is really it's great for the NFL. This is drama. It's and uh, you know as, as what Aguna was saying, we all know that this is all good. This is this is what they this is what they get paid the big bucks for. And, and Aaron is a professional at this. But if anybody thinks if Aaron goes anywhere, and I think he will, that he's not going to go to Vegas and reunite with with Devontae Adams, then you've read no script that the NFL has ever put out here for us. This is a perfect script. This is yeah. the script. The, this is the this is going to come save the day. And he might even pull a Tom Brady. He might say, "You know what? I'll I'll play for some mushrooms or some uh, peyote. Y'all keep yeah, and, and don't drug test me or whatever. And I'll come here. Where do the bad boys go? They go to they go to Vegas. He, he belongs in Vegas. He doesn't belong in Green Bay. He really never did. That's why I didn't, he doesn't get along there." He goes to Vegas. He's going to be in the spotlight. He's going to get all the love that he needs. He can't take it. He doesn't get enough love. That's why he acts the way he does. He needs right. so much Thank more you. love. Thank well, you. We're going to stop. So, if you don't go to Vegas. I, I would agree with you. I would agree with that to a certain degree. I think, of course, the, the hit is in in Vegas, right? So, you know, if Vegas makes the call, there's so much money to be made betting-wise, they can make it happen and make the numbers work. And, you know, Stephen, next year, guess what? Where's the Super Bowl next year? Vegas. 
Exactly. So you, you might be <laughs> on to something with that one. Now, I was thinking maybe San Francisco would be in that mix too. Maybe San Francisco because, you know, he's from the West Coast or whatever. But yeah, Vegas, I think that may be that may be the script to your point, Stephen. They get him out to Vegas and all of a sudden, you know, there's a there's a AFC title game in Vegas and potentially the Super Bowl and a home Super Bowl team with Aaron Rodgers. Right, you know, beautiful. Wouldn't it be great to be the Raiders that, versus the Eagles next year in the Super Bowl? To throw the ball to, they reunite. It's gonna be beautiful. Everybody's gonna love it. It's gonna, it's just gonna be the best thing. Bet on it now. Bet on wow. it now. The numbers are low. Okay, I gotta That's move now. on. I gotta move on. Yeah. March Madness. Um, I'm gonna show you the screen from this NCAA.com. Uh, Dang, already, already. If you can see. Yes, already. Yeah, yeah, do my bracket. I'm a, I'm a, I guarantee you, Stacey, I'll do a bracket this year. I'm going to do a bracket okay. this year. He says that every year. Aguna says that every year, and I never see a bracket. So He, he usually produces one after it's all over. Right, right, There right. you go. So <laughs> you see that they've got Alabama, Dayton Times, uh, Kansas, Purdue, Houston, UCLA, Baylor, Texas, Marquette, Kansas State, and Gonzaga is the top ten. And everyone else below. But, you know, if you know, like Todd knows, you can't depend on one prediction because anything can happen and bust an NCAA March Madness bracket. One team can bust it for everybody. You know that Alabama player is still there, by the way. I like the ACC. Or the CAA, or whatever you said. The, the CIAA. You, you like the CNBC. CIAA. Get it right, Todd. He, he watches know. it. He's just joking. He has his own bracket filled out. I, yeah, I, I have a lot of bracelets. So what? You're playing the women's bracket, aren't you? You ain't even doing the men's this year. Ma'am, ma'am, leave me alone. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's move on to uh, something I think is pretty uh, hot, coronavirus. It is said that the lab leak most likely originated out of the Wuhan lab. Who on oh, here said, uh, uh, Stephen, I mean, Keith, did you say that it came out of that lab? Uh, I was agreeing. Yes, I said with Stephen, uh, we both did. We we both did. I mean, Stephen was really emphatic, but I wasn't as sure. But I did. I did. I had a belief that it came out of China. That's for sure. I don't know where exactly, but uh, I did believe that. You know, along with others, and Stephen is the man. Though he he knew exactly. So uh, well, I I, I don't quite get that. How did he know? Did does he work for the government? Or does he work for China? Uh, I'm, not, I'm not allowed to tell you. If I worked for China, okay. I wouldn't say the things I do. Okay. <laughs> so anyway, it was always known that it came from China. It just was was it from the wet market or no, or not. a lab? And so that was being investigated, but China was not cooperating. And but so, we all knew. Well, we didn't know. Don't talk silly now. We we knew. We, we knew. got out of osmosis. We knew it. <laughs> 
Yeah, we did. We didn't all know, but some of us knew. That's uh, that's what I meant. So, so, I mean, so, supporters knew. So here's the question, though. Other than give Stephen a cookie for winning the prize, what are you gonna do about it? Uh, oh boy. That's true. What are you going to do about it? If you look at this Wall Street Journal article, it says the U.S. Department has concluded that the COVID pandemic most likely arose from a laboratory leak, according to a classified intelligence report recently provided to the White House and key members of Congress. It doesn't say what they're going to do about it or what they should do about it, but um, it won't do anything. The, Not by the question is, how well, would that affect well, Keith, what, would what would you do? Ask me what would you do? Aguna, how would Stop that making ties there. US, Stop making Trump ties there. Aguna, how no, would I'm, that affect U.S. China relations? We, we, what, we, what we do is we go after the people who are responsible for this country. We can't go after China. We have no jurisdiction in China. We have to go over the people here that were, were, that were paying for this. To, to happen over in that lab. And the Fauci is the What does that man. even we mean? Need, what we need to do is go after the people who made this happen. You this just country. want to go after Dr. Dr. Fauci. This is your chance. This is your chance to go after Dr. Fauci. There it is. I can't. I can't no, Dr. Hear. Fauci. This is Dr. Fauci. Read the book. <laughs> you haven't read the book. Okay. You had he one job. He has to shut up. He can't continue to do this on this show. And I can't take this. He, he hates Dr. Fauci. This is what he wants. Who watches this show, they say he's crazy. Nobody can get a word <laughs> in. And Stephen is doing a good job. I love it. You know, you can't oppose if he talks over you. Well, let me. What were you going to say about the relationship between the U.S. and China now that they believe that COVID came from their lab? How are they monetarily responsible for the deaths of people all over the world? Well, you know what I would do, uh, Stacey? That was for Todd. Are you Todd? Well, let him go first. Let him go go first. Yeah, Yeah, I want to hear this. Yeah, let me just say I'm going to write a really harsh letter. I would do exactly what Trump was trying to do while he was there. I would eliminate make more ties. Of, I would separate ourselves from China in all of these different ways. I wouldn't let them purchase land in the United States as they are buying up our land, buying up our farmland. <laughs> oh my I'm gosh! I, I would, just just I would when we try to give you a chance, Keith, you go off the deep end and say some nonsense. That's Trump was right. investing in China. Trump's building a hotel over there. That, I guess you would sell the country out, but I would not. I so would you're not. saying Trump was trying to stop? You're saying Trump was trying to stop China from buying land and stuff like that? I mean, Trump was actually Trump actually did he did put some more embargoes or he put tariffs against China, which just raised prices for us, but. I guess right. that's that, that's 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 sticking it to them, right? Making well, us pay more for their goods. Those are some of the things I would do as well. So there you go. Boom. Okay. Um, now. Thank you for nothing, Keith. Thank you for yeah. nothing, Keith. We okay, appreciate now, you. One at you a time now. I know. I know. It's okay. All right. Stop so, them from buying land. All right, Aguna, you're getting this. Bad okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Okay, go ahead. Sorry, go ahead. Uh, okay, now this. Trump, and just to rebut this nonsense about Trump, Trump has his ties made in Mexico and China. Surprise. 
Trump's daughter has seven patents in China. Surprise. We've known it for six years. So why does your boyfriend just say, I would do just like Trump did. I'd separate myself. He did not separate himself. See, did you know that for six years? He invited spies. He invited their spies to Mar-a-Lago to share in American secrets. I I would definitely separate from China in many ways. Well, Trump did not do that. So anyway, this is the point. (laughs) So, Uh, hey, Keith, why don't you you boycott China now? Swallow had a a Chinese Chinese spine. Okay, Todd isn't finished. Go ahead, Cousin Todd, finish out. So, uh, we're going to have to continue to deal with China. Surprise! But we can put sanctions on them. And and this thing about they're buying up our land, they have owned plenty of land in the United States forever. So those are not um, like smart suggestions what to do with China. You've That's just right. got to make the world see China for who they are. When you have China and Russia working in tandem, uh, China's getting a cold shoulder from the rest of the world. So, but what we should do is stop buying. Now, mind you, everything in Walmart and, and Target are made in China. So it's going to be very difficult to separate ourselves. But it sounds good. So, Stephen, so if you look at this article, um, it, it's up here right now on CNN.com. It says the U.S. Defense Secretary... Uh, Lloyd Austin, right? That's his name, Lloyd Austin, uh, tells CNN he hasn't spoken to Chinese counterpart for a couple of months. You know, they're looking, they're trying to pick up the red phone. The Chinese counterpart isn't picking up the red phone to talk to the defense secretary. And that was very important for him to do so, especially when they had the Chinese the balloon was flying over the United States. Um, that coupled, what the defense secretary not speaking with China, coupled with their alliance with Russia and coupled with what we just mentioned um, puts China and with, with them letting COVID out of the lab, how do we deal with China? I don't know if they let first the, of all, COVID it, out of the lab. First of all, it's kind of funny that people think China and Russia just got together. They've been together for a long time. Before the Ukraine war started, uh, uh, Chi and uh, Putin got together and had had a, a discussion, had a little discussion about what he was supposed to do. And then I thought you were going to say he had a baby. Maybe, and it was the little Kim, or little Kim in uh, South Korea. But they got together, North and then uh, Chi told uh, Putin, he said, uh, "It's okay. You can you can invade Ukraine. You can invade Ukraine. We got you back." And then that now they're saying, well, the Ukraine is watching Russia, and I'm sure they're helping them undercover. They're not announcing it like we're doing every day with uh, Ukraine. They're doing it undercover, but now they're going to come out and say, yes, now we're going to we're seriously going to help them. And then the United States says, you can't help them. How can you help Russia? How can we help Ukraine? How are we? Any, how is it any different? It's not. These are two horrible leaders. Of, of their respective countries that we should have nothing to do with from the very beginning. Like I said last week. Yeah, what are you talking about, America Stephen? America made a promise Because this is not, these, they are, they're, they're not, Ukraine is not a part of us. We're not, they're not one of the countries that, that is okay, our sister listen. or brother. Hey, um, so are we, are we, are we, so we have to let Russia, 
because under under Obama, he let them go into Crimea and let them take over. We didn't fight it. Stop blaming fighting? stuff. We're only fighting this. So We're I, only fighting I have this. one question. I have one question, Stacey. I have one question. He's going to go on and on. Right, so no, my question is this. Are we not profiting from the war in the Ukraine? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes. All right. What are you talking about? Everybody's profiting, but it's not a good thing. So stop complaining about it. Make the war a good thing. If not us, then who, Stephen? If not us, then who? Nobody. Let Russia do what Russia's going to do. And when they attack one of our countries, then we attack them. One of our countries? What are you talking about? Ukraine is one of the worst countries in the world. There's countries in Africa that are great countries and great leadership that we didn't back up. But we're going to back up Ukraine. Why? Because it's think about it this way the last time russia did a land war in asia and got overcommitted and spent all their money and all their resources and all their troops the soviet union fell because that's what happened in afghanistan same they things happening in ukraine they're gonna they're gonna they're, they're gonna weaken the ukraine is a part of them you just completely missed the point. You completely missed the point. No, I'm the point they are overextending themselves. The point is they're extending their resources. Over a third of their tanks have been destroyed in the Ukraine. Just like in Afghanistan, it's a war of attrition. The longer they're there, the weaker Russia looks. And so what if they're in coots with China? They're going to get in debt with China. They're already spending over 200,000 Russians have lost their lives in the Ukraine. That should have taken, uh, if the U.S. would have invaded the Ukraine, it would have taken a month for us to take over the whole entire country. It's over a year, and they haven't even gotten past the Volga River or whatever the hell, little little piece of land that they've, they've used all these resources to do what? Eventually, the longer this war goes off, the weakened, the, Putin has actually looked weaker as a result of this war than he did before he invaded. So ask Nas. Let me ask Nas. Nas, um, a Republican senator basically wanted to know, what do we think about the fact that Ukraine wants to, uh, what you call them, Crimea? Yes, that's what I'm saying. That's what they want to do. They want to take Crimea back. They keep moving. Sir, sir, sir. Your, your name's not Nas. Like, come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> He's worked up. He, got his med, he had his meds today. First, uh, they don't get to decide anything. Like when you're the junior partner in a situation that they're in, where you're completely dependent on the bigger country to support you with logistics, weapons, and everything else, not to mention money, uh, you have no say in what goes on. So they could like to want to do whatever they want, but their directives are going to come from Washington. The second point I wanted to address, though, we kind of got to watch some of the sinophobia that we have uh amongst us and i don't mean that in a, in a derogatory way to anybody on this show i'm just saying we've learned things and we've heard things all of our lives that have kind of set us up to be vulnerable to think about other people in ways that don't make sense so when we say yeah and, and china and russia and their best friend every country moves at their own interest they have partnerships they agree on things sometimes Sometimes they don't, and, and sometimes they don't show up. So to think that like they're BFFs or something like no, man, this is the global grand chessboard we're talking about, and all of these people are playing for their home team, 
and there is nothing in agreement that's going to make them do that's not going to be in their interest when it comes to China, Russia, or whoever. But, yeah, this is a sad thing. Uh, the lab story, I'm still not sure about that. Like, there have been people who are saying, okay, this, this is possibly something from the lab leak uh, close to that wet market over there. They're saying that might be a possibility, but nothing's been substantiated. Like, this idea that this was a plan and these evil Chinese wanted to get everybody with a disease. No, they lost more money than anybody uh, because of COVID. And actually, their lockdown strategy has kind of set them up for COVID to kind of rage through their country because once their people started, you know, fighting against the idea of continuing the lockdown, and they had to start opening things up. Well, they got COVID everywhere. <laughs> so, so they got a problem so let right me, now. I, I, I'm in there. Let me they ask come you, out weaker, I, just like just like Russia's me, coming wait. out weaker. Well, let me ask. Let's start with you, Aguna. I'll ask you. I have on the screen that the uh, CNN.com reports a Chinese fighter jet confronts the U.S. Navy plane with the CNN crew aboard as tensions simmer in the South China Sea. These tensions between the United States and China, um, people aren't really paying attention to it. Should they be paying attention because they're very, very on edge? If you were to go on CNN.com and click on that story, wait, let me finish and click on that story, and you could hear the pilots of the Chinese pilots. There was one in, and I think it was the F 18, I'm not sure. And then there was another one in a boat, in a, a, a fighter boat um, down in the sea who said that the US other Navy pilot was too close in the Chinese airspace. And they sound, they were very, very, very on edge. Um, when people on edge like that, someone can, what do they do? Offsides, they can uh, start, false start. They can false start something really quickly like they do in football. Yeah, and the question is, why didn't they? I mean, all this whole thing, I mean, China and the U.S. have always had these little, you know, tiffs and, and, and your saber rattlings and things like that. You know, I think in the age of social media, things get way overblown. Um, I mean, you think of some of the things that are going on in the South China Sea. You saw the whole thing with Taiwan. And I mean, these things happen almost daily around the world in one form or fashion, not just with China, with other countries. But you know, because of the media and because of our hypersensitivity to certain narratives, you know, all of a sudden this is supposed to be like we're on the brink or something. You got to understand that even though China and the U.S. may have, you know, may have these quote unquote tensions, they're too intertwined with one another for them to be really well, it's not going to be we're not going to the 60s and the 80s people where you got this country that's going to invade us. And, you know, all of a sudden they're they're occupying us because they're making too much money off of us. We're making too much money off of them. And this proxy war in the Ukraine is an example of that. So these things. Yeah, I get it. It looks bad. Sounds bad. It's, it makes for a good front page news story every now and then. But at the end of the day, nobody's shot. If they were so hyper sensitive, why didn't what stopped them from shooting the our plane down? You know, it, because it's a threat of retaliation, and they just don't want they don't want this smoke from the U.S. Regardless of how Keith and Stephen think that Biden is a weak president or anything like that, we have the number one military in the world, hands over. All right, okay. and now you can look at the numbers, look at how many carrier battle groups we have compared to China's one, maybe two. Right. You know, they have so, some missiles here and there, but I mean, they're not, there's no way 
that any country in the world is going to mess with the United States, period. So Keith and Stephen, first Keith and Stephen, how long will this proxy war go on? How much money does Russia actually have to spend on this war with Ukraine since we're at our first year anniversary? Well, uh, whatever. I Look, <laughs> China can help Russia, which they probably will or do already uh, behind the scenes. You know, we don't know. I, I can only speculate that. But uh, everybody else on the show speculates as well, even though they don't admit it. Uh, none of us here. You're talking about Todd and Aguna and Nas yeah. and me. That's, yeah. that's his deflection tactic. All of us, all of us, uh, you know, he calls it deflection. I call it speculation because what I'm saying is, and this is quite clear, we only have, we're privy to whatever information we have, but we're not, unless, maybe I don't know this, but maybe, maybe Aguna is part of the intelligence uh, operation of, the, of this country. I don't know. <laughs> I know they haven't invaded us yet, and we all don't speak Chinese, so... Maybe um, uh, access to the federal government's... Uh, you okay, know, let so, me get Steven but, in here. Wait a minute, wait a minute come on. You, you give everybody else all this time. Let me just say this also. I would like for Nas, when he goes uh, uh, another... I'd like for Nas to give us an example of how Ukraine, the, the you know, Ukraine war is benefiting the United States. Uh, because he made that statement. He said that basically we are... No, that was me. That was me. I made a statement. Okay, well, I'd like to, you know, give us an example of how... I can, how give, you, I can give you multiple examples. The aid that we're giving them, where's that aid coming from? It's coming from defense contractors and inventory here in the United States. Jobs that we're... we're utilizing to make those so that's benefiting the united states right there we're, we're they were profiting off the okay, military industrial complex any more time for any more other and then examples. the aid that we're sending and you know we have you know and then we're also thank gaining you. influence i think um several countries are going to join nato as a result of russia aggression like so finland, i think we're benefiting like finland is actually building their wall right now i know you love walls keith what about the trillions? Okay, so the trillions that we have spent, uh, who pays for that? All right, we pay for it, but we also have the jobs that, that that actually benefit from it. So what are you talking about? All that's 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 a misnomer right there because there are American jobs that are benefiting from the, that money that we're spending, and we're so gaining influence. So the GPA. The, I uh, gotta I, get cousin yeah. Todd and. I answered. Um, see how I answered your question, Keith? You you may want to try that. Okay. Um, Stephen, you get the last Thank comment you. on the proxy war in Ukraine. Oh, I thought you were asking Todd first. Um, it will continue to escalate. This is what everybody wants, as, as Aguna said. It's the it's it's basically the the, the war machine it, and it, everybody that's involved they want to make a lot of money plus they want to rebuild ukraine that's going to be at least a trillion bucks there's going to be government no bid contracts on it, and all these people who get super super rich they don't care how many people get killed over there in ukraine when all this could have been settled a long time ago russia could have done what they did to crimea and taken a little bit of whatever they wanted back and then it would have been settled and nobody would have you know not civilians wouldn't have died like they're dying now because nobody cares about them and this is what's happening. We're funding this. We're funding the evil that's going on right now. We're funding it to go further. And now, now China's going to start funding it, or they continue to fund it for, for Russia because everybody involved is, is making a whole lot of money. And that's what it's all about. And that's why they're war pigs. That's why the people who are, love life and, and don't want war, we, we, we understand what's going on. We know it both sides. We know the United States is not innocent here. 
We know China's not innocent. We know Russia and we know Ukraine is not innocent. All the people who are in charge are not innocent and none of them are in the firing lines. None of them in the crosshairs because that's the way it is. And if you think the leader of Ukraine is any better than Putin, you got your head in the sand because he's not. He's just as bad, just as evil, but he didn't have the capability of invading Russia. If he did, he would. Well, Stephen, when Joe Biden was over there, uh, the, the sirens were going off and uh, oh, no. Trump was over. I, in I thought it was crazy. If the sirens go off, people should grab the helm and, and put him into shelter. He shouldn't just oh, walk around Todd. like he's in a right. <laughs> now, they wanna, now they want to be petty. Cousin Todd, um, the, the House Republicans are launching their first investi investigations into the Democrats while Rupert Murdoch um, is, this article says, Rupert Murdoch colluded, colluded with Jared Kushner to try to throw the 2020 election to Trump because, of course, he did. Hmm? It said, according, this is what this article oh, okay. says. It's right there in front comment. of you. Right. It says, according to a new court filing, the Fox News owner passed confidential information about Joe Biden's campaign to the then first son-in-law and president advisor. Um, additionally, he allowed his Fox News uh, host and contributors host, contributors and news people to say that the election was a fraud and he knew that was true. So, Cousin Todd, do you want to comment on that? I'll pull up another article. Um, yeah, uh, they're being sued and, uh, he had to do a deposition, Rupert Murdoch, I'm talking about, had to do a deposition because he allowed, uh, the host of his different shows to perpetuate a lie, which he knew was a lie because he said so. And so did the host that were perpetuating it, like Tucker Carlson and, uh, Sean Hannity. And so, um, as a matter of fact, I think it was Tucker Carlson that said, uh, they're good people that watch the, our shows and they really don't deserve this, meaning to be lied to, because they believe this. This is why I understood when Stephen and Keith kept saying, the election was a fraud, it was stolen. It was. When you are fed this um, over and over and over again, you believe it especially from people that look like you. <laughs> and so, sure, not sure. you, Keith. <laughs> and so, um, anyway, uh, they're now being sued for a billion dollars. And that's why Rupert Murdoch uh, is sorry now. And he's, Rupert Murdoch said, it's not about Republican or Democrat, it's about green. You see, the people's turn stopped watching his shows after Trump lost. So he had to find a way to get them back. And that's why he started putting these conspiracy theorists on over and over and over again. So now he's being sued. And so now he's coming clean. Is so let me, so if you look at the CNN business, uh, CNN.com article business, and let me get Nas in on this. It says, Rupert Murdoch acknowledged that Fox News hosts endorsed False stolen election claims. Um, when False we have stolen election claims. You hear that, Stephen and Key? Which so, Nas, when you when you Which have a, a a media mogul doing something like that um, and trying to change the outcome of an election, 
what happens to American democracy? Which host is he talking about? Yeah, yeah. He's talking about, she's talking about that Fox story that's been everywhere, like on newspapers, every website, you can find the story. Like, this is not some weird story that Stacy brought up to you, Keith, to try to trick you. It's everywhere. You can find it. Yeah. But when you take, when you take the idea that elections are either corrupt or not on the up and up, you get people to uh, believe, not only believe less in democracy, but also the other institutions of your country and that general, you know, kind of crumbling of that infrastructure just sort of erodes your, your credibility as a country. And what does that do for young people who they believe, okay, elections don't matter and less likely to participate. This is actually something that's really strong in fascism where you take away the ability for people to discern. And before you know it, you know, you're living in a surveillance state that's <laughs> fascist and you don't know how to fight back, and you don't believe in the institutions that you put in place to do things properly. So then every election becomes contested. Every election becomes, if I didn't win, then they cheated. And the Fox, the Fox, Rupert Murdoch was in a tough place because it is. If he didn't give the, the, the Fox viewers the, the heroin that they wanted and only gave them the cocaine, then they would start to go to OAN. They start to go to YouTube. They go to Facebook they would find a place to get their fix where somebody would tell them what they wanted to hear. And so because, like you said, he saw declining ratings, he just decided to go on a ramp up uh, with the nonsense. So when you bring Sidney Powell in, uh, the release the Kraken lady, and all of these other election deniers, uh, the Liddell P pillow guy, all of these grifters made a nice amount of money off of really gullible Fox viewers who they cultivated for decades to not only not think for themselves, not critically think, but to always take their marching orders and ultimately hate the other half of the country. They believe they're the only true Americans, they're the only true patriots, everybody else are corrupt, evil groomers and every other buzzword they come up with against them. But yeah, this is a really dangerous situation we're in and you see where the profit motive in news is probably not a good idea. Uh, CNN launched what? 40 years ago, CNN launched 24-hour news. The idea of a for-profit news cycle, it puts you in a precarious uh, situation. So, Because the viewership and the, and the ad revenue is always going to be most important. So before you know it, disinformation just becomes part and parcel of, of, of news making today. So, yeah, this is a real dangerous thing. This is, a, this is, a, like, this is one of the biggest stories uh, we've seen yeah. in our lifetime once people start looking into it, where they he gave he gave uh, Kushner ads, they gave Kushner the Biden ads before they aired, so that they could counter the ads. So at that point, you're not even just misinforming people; you're putting your thumb on the scale and trying to sway an election. Which sounds to me very much, and Keith, you're next, but it sounds yeah, to me yeah. very much like uh, Richard I, Nixon yeah. when they they broke into Watergate, the Watergate uh, apartments slash hotels, whichever they were at the time, um, when they broke into there to get that information so they could, of course, use it in their favor. But if you look at this article I'm sharing on, and this answers your question, Keith, the newyorktimes.com, it says they endorsed, Mr. Murdoch said, under oath, in response to direct questions about the Fox host, Sean Hannity, Janine Pirro, Lou Dobbs, and Maria Bartiromo. Um, those are the hosts, Keith, you had said, who were the hosts that Murdoch 
endorsed. Those okay. were the ones. Well, and this is Amy Tucker Carlson. Times article by Jeremy Peters and Katie Robertson, written February 27th, 2023. Um, okay. So that's that's where they're getting it from. Well, let me let me uh, let me make. No, sure. I gotta get. I'm sorry, you can't. I already let you in. Let me get Stephen in because I let you in, and when we answered that, so Stephen, knowing that Murdoch did this, don't you think? What Trump said that the election was stolen is now you can believe that it really was not. No, it has, it has not been proven either way just because they have a lawsuit, just because they're trying to do this, because a representative on the other side said this is just a bunch of garbage. They're not going to win. They have nothing. This is this is stupid. So wait, let's see what wait, happens. Wait. What because you know mean? what? It has to be process. This doesn't prove anything. The election was the election was stolen. Half, over half the country believes it was stolen. So we but believe. Why it. do they believe it? Because it was stolen. <laughs> because we're not stupid. Wait. And when Hillary Clinton lost, the guy that told you it was stolen said that he lied. Hillary Clinton said in 2016, my Stop election was stolen. From me the guy that told you it was stolen said he was lying. The guy what? that told you, the guy that told you it was stolen, said he was lying. I, no, what, what are you I don't talking care about? What anybody says on Fox. I don't care what Rupert says. I don't care what anybody says. I know that election was fixed. I know it was stolen. How do you know that? I, I do know it. How do so you I don't know that? Any host How says. do you know that? He knows in his heart. He knows in his heart. He knows in his heart. Because I'm not stupid. Again, again. So when you put people in this position, you can see why Rupert went after these Exactly. It's the moneymaker. I don't care what Rupert did or Fox did. Do you know what else Fox did? Fox was the first Thank you, Stephen. Thank you. told him what he wanted to hear. So he brings up Hillary Clinton. What did Hillary Clinton say? She thought the Russian interference was a problem, and she had a problem with the election. But you know what she did on election night? She called Donald Trump and conceded. The concession was done. Exchange of power happened. There was no interruption. And went as smoothly as it has for the past 43, 44 presidents before them. So when you try to make that comparison, it doesn't make sense. When we compare that to the guy who didn't concede, ultimately he started did. making a And, and he raised $250 million. He raised $250 million off of gullible people like Stephen. And I think we need to congratulate. We need to thank you. Thank you, Stephen. I want to personally thank you for proving our point. You couldn't have done it any better just now in that mindless rant you just did. I mean, the guy that told you it was stolen <laughs> said he was lying, and you I, still I, don't I believe do not, him. I do not care what anybody says. Exactly. I know it was stolen. I've seen, I've seen I want the all our viewers. Listen the to this. I want there. all of when our it, viewers to like see this right now. This is what our viewers need to hear. This is what we're dealing with. This is what we're dealing with in this country. We're dealing with this Okay. So, um, oof. I got to move on. Thank you. We're running out of time. Um, I just thing. wanted to see what each of you had to say about a gentleman who was under oath being sued for a billion dollars saying I lied and I let my people lie. About it doesn't election. matter. It, 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 what matters is in my heart. 
It doesn't matter the truth, facts. They don't matter. Whatever I feel in my heart is what really counts. Stay Thank you, Stephen. Riding on that one person's word, whether he testified under oath, is that the, what you're trying to Oh, it's not his <laughs> word. Well, the reason I'm asking, uh, you know, oh Nas, my God. you got to give me a break here because I'm, I'm a little you bit. You can't make this stuff up. Look, I'm not as quick as you and Aguna, so have a little mercy on me here. I want to ask you what, you know, the Constitution, the whole thing was about questions that came up. If he says it enough times, if he says it enough times, we'll believe him. Help me, Nas. Help me, Nas. What they said about the machines is being challenged, Stacey, not anything else. That doesn't mean that, that yeah, you take the machines out of it. I'm take the machines Steven. out of it if you want to. Help me, help me. It wasn't just about machines. Take the machines out of it. There was enough cheating to steal the election. I'm not wrong. Man, look, look, you I guys. Wrong about I the move on. As I eat my cookie, I'm going to be eating another cookie. That's why I'm getting Steven, fat. Man. I'm Steven, man. Steven. Steven. You're skinny because you don't get to eat no cookies. Maybe they're and Keith, I appreciate both of you. You guys, you guys, you guys, you still believe in Christmas. You're a little child. Stephen, don't get angry, man. No, don't get angry at me. Just, I think, um, I think, I think we. I'm just, just waiting for you. About the machines, don't oh, conflate. Don't conflate. This is all. This what machine? What machine? The machine company is suing. That doesn't mean that there wasn't. Stephen, they gonna stop. You keep asking. Jesus. You keep asking about the machines. So the machines are made by Dominion. Dominion, as a company, sued them. Because of the false claims about a stolen election. That's why we're here now. That's why we're at this point now. And Nas. Nas. Yeah, but Nas, we're at that point now, you're saying, is because Dominion is saying, hey, you're going to cause us to go out of business by saying that our machines were faulty. And, and they knew election. it was a lie. It's is not that a correct? Lie. Is that what you're saying, Nas? Are the machines faulty? No, okay, they couldn't prove it. Right, they're saying you're going to make this claim that our machines caused this election to be lost by President Trump, and they're saying we don't want to go out of business. Our machines worked, and our machines were not faulty. So we're going to sue you because you knew that was true. That our machines are correct; they are not faulty. Is that correct? Right. It, it, would, it would be like if we came on the show and we went after some soft drink company. We said this soft drink. Uh, lowers your blood pressure and causes uh, severe health problems, and you shouldn't drink this soft drink. And that soft drink company got word of it. Their legal team said, "The hell with that!" And, and took you to court and sued you, and was able to prove that not only were you lying, but you did it intentionally. How the hell would you turn around and say, "Well, I think Stephen is right"? Like, no, you lost again. The same way they lost in court, state after state after state. Yeah. But Trump raised Trump raised two hundred and fifty million dollars. It is so ironic that somehow this election was stolen. But Trump, when he won, he didn't steal the election. 
What happened in the last four years that all of a sudden the Democrats were so strategic in being able to orchestrate the biggest steal of our lifetime within four years? It's just, I mean, that type of magic. I mean, I, you just can't. It's, it's like yeah, something out of Hollywood. It was, a collaborative, it was a collaborative effort on many parts on the left. It was a collaborative. It was business. It was big tech. They, the FBI. And, nobody, the, and the funny thing the about FBI it, Stephen, nobody flipped. The FBI Nobody, held information on, on Joe Biden's son and his laptop. Oh, there, oh, there it goes. Hunter Biden, I knew it was coming the to that FBI laptop. I knew you were going to bring up the laptop. I knew you were going to bring up the laptop eventually. So, and the funny thing about it. not stolen. It's just ridiculous. I'm talking to him. I'm talking to somebody who knows better. Election steal, Fauci. And damn Hunter Biden. Those are only two things. <laughs> you know it was coming. On. You know it was coming. Are you and defending? Are you defending Fauci? And, and uh, after Hunter all Biden? that, and after all this, Stephen, nobody flipped. Nobody leaked or said anything. This elaborate nationwide elaborate scheme. Nobody flipped. Nobody's writing sure. a tell-all book. Nobody's doing any of that. If you don't know what happened during this election, then you're just. You have your head in your sand or you're lying. But, but Trump didn't. But Trump lie. didn't steal the election. If you don't know, then you're really so, going to But But Trump didn't. I know you so, know the truth. Is this the only election? You got this, too much money wrapped this up election, in China. You know, that's what you're Look, problem. man, look, look. See, this is what you do, Stephen. You try to go on these tangents just because you can't prove anything. And you start talking over people because when we poke holes in your argument, which is, I, I loosely say argument, the bottom line of it is, Stephen, you sound like a quack. Stop. It. It's very entertaining, and we like laughing at you about it. But at the same time, you got to stop this, these conspiracy theories that are unfounded and unproven. And just know that the grifter himself, Donald Trump, made two hundred and fifty million dollars off of people like you believing this nonsense. And still, right now, where we just said many data points around the person that told you that the election was stolen said he was lying, and you still don't want to believe him because in your heart, for some reason. You think that the election was stolen from you. And I know you're in too deep at this point to save face, but you still look like a nut just now. Okay. I got to move on. I want to talk about real quickly, and I don't know if we can do it real quickly. I want to talk about immigration. Um, no one has talked about how President Biden is having a really, really tough time on immigration Um at the border. He's having a tough time, but no one's talked about this. According to this New York times.com article written by Miriam Jordan today, updated 825 PM, just about uh, 11 minutes ago. Uh, she said many undocumented immigrants are departing after decades in the U S. So the crowded scenes at the border do not necessarily translate into an increase in the undocumented population. Many other immigrants have been returning home, specifically this particular couple, the Hernandezes. After years of living, if you can see the screen, after years of living in the United States without legal status, the couple had decided it was time to return to their homeland. Ms. Hernandez's mother was 91 and they feared she might die as Ms. Hernandez's father and in-laws did before they saw each other again. Um, they left, it says it right here, in August 2021, more than three decades after sneaking across the southern border, 
as young adults to work and support their families in Mexico, Irma and Javier Hernandez checked in at LaGuardia Airport for a one-way flight from New York to Mexico. They were leaving behind four American children, stable jobs where they were valued employees in a country they had grown to love. That is not the case for those who are coming in, like from Haiti, right, uh, uh, Todd? But these people are leaving, which is very unusual. What has the Biden uh, administration's policy done for those, for the immigration problem that we're seeing at the border right now? Well, <clears throat> the immigration problem did not just start with Biden. Um, I, the Republicans have to be serious when, um, when we're talking about solving this problem. You can't build a wall and think, oh, nobody's coming now because we got up a wall. They're going to fly in. They're going to keep coming. So uh, we should have a way for the people that were already here to, you know, they call it the DREAM Act. They should be able to stay here, especially those uh, with jobs, paying taxes. Some of these people pay taxes and all of that. As a matter of fact, Trump had some of them working at his hotels. Remember that? And so these are workers. They work hard. They do the jobs that Americans don't want to do. And the farmers need them. Uh, so we, you got to get serious in order to solve. But Republicans know this is a winning ticket for them. Look at the border. Look, look what the Democrats are doing. So, and dum-dums fall for it. Um, now, it is a complicated issue. But it's fixable. I don't know why they. Uh, it's it, it. These countries are poor, so I think we've got to start there, <clears throat> uh, helping these countries get themselves. But, okay, when you say that, let me get Nas in here, uh, Todd. When you say that, you look at Haiti and you look at mm -hmm. the allowance that the Biden administration is making for Haiti in terms of having uh, people, if Haiti, if Haitians have family members in the United States mm -hmm. who sign documents and say they will be responsible for them, mm -hmm. they will allow them to come to the United States. Haiti, in turn, is upset because they will be losing a, the majority of their police force and other security members and other people in the country who help the country run because they are flocking to the United States under these new conditions. So, you know, Haiti is a very complicated situation. Um, I, I haven't seen anyone be able to really tackle and stop the bleeding. Um, what do you think are some of the, the issues that the administration should focus on as opposed to allowing that new policy to come to fruition, Nas? Uh, speaking about Haiti specifically, uh, we should pay Haiti reparations. Uh, not only did we support... Wait, the I didn't get my reparations. Why would I well, give Haiti reparations before well, I get my own? Hold on, hold on. I'm not giving no reparations to somebody else before I get my own reparations. I got you. Just let me finish. Repar reparations should be paid to Haiti, not only for the United States, but also for France. Remember, uh, when they fought for their freedom and were able to war, war a, a revolutionary war against the French, uh, they were docked and made to pay billions of dollars for a hundred years 
in order to pay a debt to the country they beat on the battlefield, which is insane already. And that was supported by the other powers, England, France, America, which refused to recognize Haiti as an independent state and also mm-hmm. used ships to uh, stop them from being able to export anything. And then 100 years later, we also invaded Haiti. We stole all of their gold from their national bank and deforested their land and ruined their country. Haiti is in the position that they're in, that they're in because of what the Western powers have done to Haiti. Now, speaking of, like, what Cousin Todd just said was kind of important, like, thinking about it, this is not out of the norm. Like, when we talk about the situation at the border, the times where it wasn't like it is right now were actually the odd times. How it is now, that's normalcy. Uh, The fact that you got, you know, everything overburdened, Biden continued some of Trump's policies down there on the border, just as brutal, just as savage. Those policies still exist. That's still going on. People have to wait uh, to to try to apply for asylum. Everything else is still going on. But ultimately, this is a Republican talking point that they know they can whip votes up for. Again, go back to the conversations we've had for years on here. Republicans don't promise legislation anymore. They give you a pinata to hit. So they look at their constituents and say, okay, who do they hate the most? Okay, well, direct messaging towards attacking that. So the border, Mexicans, uh, Salvadorians, like any bugaboo they can use to rally voters and get them pissed off, they will do. So they continue to do it. Meanwhile, in the 90s, NAFTA and GATT, go look up those treaties. Remember the World Trade uh, Year 2000 in the Battle of Seattle? where the workers were fighting against organized uh, companies who were essentially carving yep. up the, the whole globe and deciding that corporations would decide how some of these countries would live. So go, go look at all the products we dumped down in Mexico and ruined their whole agricultural uh, economy and forced their subsistence farmers to try to rush to the border to try to find something, to, you know, an occupation or, or, or something to live on. Because the corporate forces that were dropping those cheap products into their land made it to where they could not make a living. So we got a lot of responsibility for what has happened down there. I'll end there. I know that was long. I'll end there. No, but thank you for putting that in. Keith, um, in response to that, this asylum um, situation with the Biden administration is very similar to the way it was with Stephen Miller under the Trump uh, administration. Uh, what, what say you? The asylum? Well, you know, uh, we have a country uh, that is so far removed from our founding principles and, uh, you know, our Constitution Declaration principles that, you know, I no longer, I, you know, <laughs> I won't say that it's not worth fighting for. I, I, God, I hate to say that. Uh, but the, the, the America that we have today, that Nas complaint just complained about, uh, that Aguna complains about, that the left complains about. That is the Amer- That is not the America that the founders gave us. The America that the founders gave us was a an America that, in with immigration, if people come to this country because the founders, many of them were immigrants, uh, not not all yeah, of them, but some of them. The Chinese so Exclusion Act. I think you this look country, at the history of slavery. They come to, 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 to have a labor. better life. Just as we were and, then, we are now. So I don't know what you mean. That's so. Good. As a I guess you have to mute him. Doesn't flow. If capitalism, if capitalism is not allowed to work, then that means that uh, the country is going to go down and so will everybody else because socialism cannot survive without capitalism. That's why socialism is so successful is because of capitalism. All that, all that was built 
into this country was based on capitalism and was based on our founding principles from the Declaration of Independence. Liberty, freedom, you know. Uh, no, you know, that would be called slavery. All of that was built into our system, our government system. But now the, the, the communists, the socialists, are now occupying that system, and they are using that for their benefit. We just okay. heard it. Were slaves socialists? How else did they get so rich? Any power or any sway in America, and the idea that you would throw it out there because you've been so conditioned and brainwashed to think that these bad words are going to hurt somebody, it's nonsense. No context to what he's talking about. Socialism, any system you want to name, no system is perfect. And why do we, why, why have we come to the conclusion that we're the only systems that can ever be used are systems that were created by dead people hundreds of years ago? Mm -hmm. The idea that Marx or or Adam Smith or somebody has the answers for today. Those people did not live long enough to see a smartphone. Why the hell are you sitting here acting like these people dropped <laughs> Sinai or on high? Oh my gosh. Okay, so let me. How do we get to that? None of us know about that. We're, we're out of time. Excuse me. We get the ability to how do we're we out of time, so I got to start He's our roundtable. He's just being nostalgic. He's a conservative nostalgic. Why did you tell us to make the smartphone? Why didn't you start our roundtable with Keith, then Stephen, Nas Aguna, and then Cousin Todd? Uh, the three things that I want to talk about for this roundtable is the House Republicans launching the first investigation into the Democrats. How much money is that going to cost us? Cost us. The second one is pandemic food assistance comes to an end this month. So the SNAP money, that extra SNAP money that Americans were getting because of the pandemic, and that was, and now that the prices are higher for food, now they. Americans that were getting that extra money aren't getting it. Um, what can we do to help them? And then the third thing would be Eli Lilly is doing what President Biden wanted us to make sure would happen is that um, medication for diabetes is capped at $35. Um, what do you think about that? So we're going to start with you, Keith. Do you remember what they are? Do you want me to repeat them? Oh, well, give me a break. <laughs> points and you only give me about a minute to answer it so i can't you, answer you were just on non-stop for five minutes keith i wasn't stop on whining stop project you said everyone else is whining you're the one whining keith go ahead and answer it i was not on for five minutes and if i were it was uh the stop, other stop whining answer the question please you want to know the three things there okay look uh let me just say it this way i'll answer all three this way by saying it doesn't matter it Start really with it. matter how much money is being taken away from us and given to Ukraine anyway. It'll be given away. I so didn't say anything about Ukraine. No. Stop the flight. He's going through his Start talking points. Start <laughs> He's going through his talking points. He's going to say Fauci and Biden in a second. I didn't say anything about Ukraine, Keith. She talked about the price of prescription drugs. Start there. No, I talked about the price of the diabetic medicine i talked about snap being stopped well in wait March. one thing just, we should just you should just use one stacy because he's a senior individual he can't he can't answer all three those were the three things just pick one one two three i can't answer <laughs> 
with everybody talking. All I can say. You, you started talking about Ukraine, so you know you lost your place because I, I didn't, didn't say anything I, about Ukraine. I didn't lose, but I was trying to give you the my answer. Okay, I said that with the the amount of money that we're giving to Ukraine, it doesn't make any difference at this point. We're throwing money at at everything, so I don't care. That America has been a thing from. To answer your question, I don't care at this okay. point. Okay. You don't care about this country, Thank Keith? You. Shame Move on you. Go ahead now, Keith. I no, mean, I Steven. Don't country. I don't care how much money Americans are going to get. Aguna, stop egging him on. Go, <laughs> Steven, go. Okay, real quick. I, I want to China. All, all drugs should be cheap, not just diabetic drugs. I'm very sad about people that need that need the money that, that are, are poor and that the food stamps are going to be cut back. Wait, 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 wait. For these people. What do you think about Biden getting the drug uh, down? Getting I wanted to get all of the drugs down, not just for diabetics, but for somebody who takes a blood thinner like me that spends $88 a month on it. You know, well, that's why don't one you thing tell the Republicans why, that? How come mine can't be lessened? Why is it just diabetic? Now, Let me say that. the Republicans I, said I've answered, no. I've answered your questions, Mr. Officer. Listen. The Republicans we've said got, no. We've got, Democrats we've got said the yes. worst. We've got the worst uh, invasion this country has ever known. Worse than over 40 years. It's really quick. There's 70 countries that are coming through our borders right now. I want people that are good. I understand that Nas said that there's good people that come into the work, and we all believe that. I tutor a, a girl from El Salvador. I help her. I help her out because, and she has a good family, and they're great people, and her family's hardworking, really hardworking people, and that's what we want in this country. But you know what? There's so many people coming through this country and bringing drugs, and they're bringing little kids to, uh, 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 to have uh, sex uh, traffic. All of that. Is this what we want? We're not. We're not stopping this. Joe Biden's not stopping this. We've never had this this bad at the border. So what are these candy dreams that Nas has that everything's good at the border? And it's always like this. No, it's not. It's the worst it's ever been. And and, and uh, why can't we go back to what Donald Trump had and the, what, whatever the nation is closest to you that you're trying to get away from the other nation? They're the ones who have to worry about you, not the United States. Seventy other countries are coming here. They're invading us. In the end, we're all going to be sorry from this because we're getting a lot of bad people mixed up with a lot of good people. We need to do like they do in in, uh, in Ellis Island. You you get these people through here. You you see you understand who's coming through. We have no idea. We have millions of people coming through. We can't even we can't even identify them. We don't know them. And these and uh, some countries are letting their prisoners. A lot of countries like like uh, Venezuela are letting their prisoners out of prison to come here. We're getting a lot of the Donald Trump was right when he said before he ran for president, we're going to get a lot of bad people that are going to come through if we don't do something about our border. And that's what Joe Biden is letting happen. This is not a conspiracy theory. This is a fact. OK, thank you. Nice. Thanks, yeah, this is, I mean, look, Stephen made a great point at the beginning when he talked about more. Uh, they need to pursue more uh, pharmaceutical. Uh, discounts for people uh, so they're able to afford things that are very important, especially things that are essential to them living, like he was talking about a blood thinner. But let's be careful and not give presidents the credit of grassroots organizing that have fought for things for years, and then the president comes on and signs something with a pen, and then he gets all the credit for it. Like, let's, right. let's be clear. The progressive right. coalition that's been addressing diabetes for years 
was able to get this victory, and Biden was able to come in and sign it at the end. Let's let's make sure we give the credit where the credit is due. But again, uh, the border is at the border has been this idea that oh, there's seventy countries they're invading, they're coming over the border. Republicans do this every midterm, every two years for other elections. Like this is what they do. They know it's a way to rally the base, but it has no basis in reality. Most of the people coming over here are coming over to work and make a living. Yes, there's going to be a criminal element just because when there's numbers that big, there's going to be a criminal element there, of course. But then you brought up the things that they're bringing. You said uh, trafficking of people, sex trafficking, that's going on, and you brought up drugs. Now, when you're bringing wares like that to some place, why are you doing that? Because there's a demand for them, because people are buying them. So when do we take some responsibility and say, damn, why do they look at us and say those corrupt raggedy MFs will buy whatever we bring up? Why are we the ones that are buying? How come there's never any accountability for us on that end? Okay, I'm running you out of time. You can go to a church and sell marijuana, can you? All right. Nas, real quick, what about the student loan and the Supreme Court and student loan? Uh, Joe Biden can go to hell. Uh, the student loan... <laughs> the student loan situation, again, this was another thing that progressives fought for for decades, wanted to see happen. Joe Biden watered down the bill and also did it in a way, it looks as if he did it in a way to where they knew it would be knocked down as unconstitutional and therefore wouldn't apply. So some people were able to get, you know, a little bit of a, a little bit of ease on their college student loans. But Remember when those kids went up to New York in that park and Occupy and all of that? Y'all remember all that? What was that really about? Student loan debt. And they couldn't find jobs uh, to, to, to make up for the, the amount of debt that they were in for going to school. So when people do things by the book and you do them wrong, what the hell are you telling everybody else? Okay, thank you. Aguna. You pay your bills. Yeah, I mean, and, and that's the funny thing. The Republicans walk into this trap every time. They make it look like they're striking down practical things that everyday people would want just because all of a sudden paying your bills is so important, but we give corporations discount. I mean, I have kids that are in public school. Some people don't have kids. They pay uh, the same amount of taxes as I do. So it's all this this nonsense about paying bills and fairness. There are certain benefits in this country you benefit from, that actually benefit the whole. And if you give, if you erase the student loan debt, where is that money going to go? It's going to go into the economy. So this whole thing about, yeah, I'm mad because somebody else is getting something that I can't get is nonsense. And it just goes to the premise on this show where you see, you know, a bunch of whiners on here <laughs> complaining about things, but then saying that the other side is complaining. And the whole thing about the border, I mean, it's easy. A guest worker program. People are coming here to contribute to the economy, make it a path where they can get jobs, where you can have, you can tax them, where they can contribute. I mean, our, still our unemployment is at an all-time low. It's historic low. So why are we complaining about migrants and migration when unemployment's at an all-time low? I mean, there are jobs, I mean, there are, there are jobs everywhere. Aguna, and, again, and again, when we talk about solutions, I, I'm just trying to be practical. Unemployment's low. People want to come here and work. Um, it seems like a no-brainer that you let them work. And it doesn't mean they can become citizens, but at least it grows the economy. It contributes to the economy. And if you look at the, the, the prescription drugs and everything like that, <laughs> it's funny because, again, the me, me, me generation, right? Hey, it's only diabetics. Why not these things? 
when it's the Republicans that have blocked that. Because again, somebody's gained for some reason in this country, the perception is if you gain something, somehow I have to lose in order for you to benefit from something, even though I've benefited from other things that I just not talking about right now, because it's not, doesn't suit the agenda that, or the narrative that I'm pushing for. So all in all, I think, you know, I do think this is a great country. I've benefited from living here a lot, but all these people on here that are whining and want to complain and then somehow try to make issues out of things that aren't issue like wokeism and all these things. Um, this is the reason why the Republicans will never at, at this juncture, they're not about solving problems. They're about creating these fires and pretending that for some reason there needs to be this outrage, even though they're offering absolutely no solutions and just making money off the outrage. That's all they're doing is raising money to campaign again. So, I mean, and you can see it. And I, again, I thank you, Stephen. You showed, you proved on this show why they're doing what they're doing and how they're profiting from it. Because no matter what, you're going to believe in your heart what you want to believe. And you're yeah. going to you're going to talk specifically to the echo chambers that justify your position instead of having objective arguments like we should have. Oh, on Duna, this show. I got a question for you real quick. Are they going to continue to pay student loans forever or is this a one time thing? They're they're giving twenty thousand dollars worth of student loan um, forgiveness for the qualified people, for people who are qualified. Throughout perpetuity. No. So what about just, the people coming 20, up? Like I, I said, it's $20,000 of student loan relief for those people that are qualified. I don't care. I mean, that's not, that's not, I have, okay, thank you. I, it doesn't hurt you're, me you at all. Know, and Steven, I will continue Steven, to pay. Steven, I, I have student loans. Time. I have student loans and I pay them. And I still don't feel jealous of those who are getting student loan forgiveness. It's just, again, I've benefited from something somewhere. You know, I, this is like me getting mad because somebody's house burned down and the fire department went over there and put it out. And I never had the had to use the fire department. So That's I should get in. That's a great analogy, Aguna. That's spot on. Okay, thank you, Cousin Todd. <laughs> I know it makes sense. No, it was horrible. That was horrible. <laughs> of course. I, coming from you, that's a compliment, Stephen. I was going to start with, uh, Aguna took some of what I was going to say in terms of uh, the prescription drugs. Now, Stephen is not going to admit this, but I said to him a few weeks ago, um, isn't that a good thing that uh, the prescription drugs went down to $35 a month for uh, diabetes medication? He said, no, because I don't take diabetes medication. Right. Oh, you're admitting you said that. So exactly. now this Because I week, take other medication and my okay, time just Because it's all about me. I love no, everybody. everybody I love everybody. Why is it just diabetes drugs that they get a discount? Why can't everybody why? get a discount? Why? 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 First you crawl before you walk. Go ahead, Todd. Let go ahead, Todd. Sorry, sorry, Todd. He's good. Go ahead, Todd. Okay, so uh, so now he's saying uh, he wants blood thinner medication to go down. Well, you have to talk to the Republicans about that. They said no. Uh, the president said he wants to be able to negotiate prescription drugs. Republicans said no, you're not negotiating anything. And Keith agreed. Let the free market dictate it. That's what you and your boyfriend want. So that's what you have. So now that the uh, diabetes medication went down, now you want to jump on board and say, well, what about my medicine? So you sound ridiculous. Uh, they should have. 
they should have always been able to negotiate. Republicans should have gotten on board with the Democrats. And I said, agree. We, I yeah. agree with you. We yeah. ought to have less. We ought to put out less money for our medications. All of us. I'm sure you take some. Well, the Republicans do not agree with you. I'm so, not a Republican. No, I'm not a Democrat. I, I'm an independent Trump banker. supporter. Try it so sometime. Now I'm going to. I'm going to move on to <laughs> the next crazy thing. He Ooh, we got us on that talking one. About. Uh, the, <laughs> the border, but I'm, I'm not going to go through uh, all of them because it's no no more time, and I don't like to Thank be you. on here after nine o'clock. All right, so you're stop right there. I, I, I'll stop there. Stop right. being so angry. Stop being so angry, Stephen. You can't see his jacket. It looks like a it's a pumpkin color. It's not a that's camel. That's camel. Tell them that's camel. Congratulations to Joanna McClinton, who is the first woman speaker of the house for the house of uh, the um, uh, for Pennsylvania. Joanna McClinton from Philadelphia, first female speaker of the Pennsylvania State House. And there's a picture of her, and she was just elected yesterday after the uh, speaker resigned. So we're coming into Women's Month. Yeah. And uh, and and we're coming out of Black History Month. So she's African-American and she's woman. She's a woman. She's right on in. Keith, Keith is not going to like that. It's American History Month. So like to our first responders in our communities, you make our lives livable. Thank you, thank you, thank you to the women and men of the U.S. military for all that you do and sacrificing your lives so that we are free to say whatever we want on this show. We are forever indebted. On behalf of Aguna, the Nigerian moderate Republican. I love everybody. <laughs> you know, he, uh, imitation is the sincerest form of flattery. The constitutional conservative. Get in the white man's heaven, Chief. <laughs> Stephen, the independent thinker. Oh, person. The Fauci lover. Nas, yeah. I don't know, Nas, are you still on? Yeah, I'm here. Thank you, Nas. Did you want to say something he, since they can't see you? He was napping. The only thing, the only thing I would say is if you challenged everything that benefited somebody else, then you would ever you would never actually get any legislation done. I don't get a mortgage uh, deduction rate because I don't own a home. Would I? Would it make sense for me to say they shouldn't get it? They should. That's silly. Like so, I, I don't even understand the thinking on on stuff like this. So that's what's kind of that's what kind of blown. There is. There, I'll answer that one. There isn't any thinking. It's just emotion and banter. And my right, cousin Steven. Todd. It's common sense. Uh. And let me just say this. Um, you shouldn't even say the word. When, when something benefits the masses, then you can't have people say it. How long are they going to do this? And uh, I paid for my own. The masses are what's important, not the individual. So this is good for the masses to take away that debt. They're not eliminating all the debt. They're just cutting down, I think, twenty, ten to $20,000 of it. So they have to pay the rest back. But it's just a, a smart thing to do so that more people are educated. What would that mean? That means you'll have a smarter America. 
to reduce the prescription drugs, you'll have a healthy America. You see what I mean? That just makes sense. Not to be so selfish and small-minded. Can That's you? Right. Uh, can I just, That's right, Todd. Uh, Stacy, can I just say that Todd just gave the, Todd just uh, showed everybody exactly what I was talking about. He said the masses are important, not the individual. But that's not the way the founders thought, and that's not the way I think. Jesus. Well, then why were you a slave? Yes, that is the way those slave owners thought, which was no, inherited. No. Wouldn't you say? The slavery was inherited. They they came into slavery. They're, they're, uh, not all of the founders were slave owners, and some blacks were slave owners. So, you know, there's right. quite a What are you doing? What are you doing? What are you doing? He's deflecting. He's telling the truth. Stop telling the truth, Steve. They, they get high. And also using them as collateral. You go look up the no. loan banks and also, like, dude, you know. No. no. Okay, no. thank you. I, I'm Stacey Johnson. Chamber. Check out our page at Politics at Instagram. Check us out on Twitch, Twitter. Um, check us out on YouTube. Remember, when you see us on YouTube, like and subscribe, and then check us out on Stephanie Stallworth's The Flow Television Network. Oh gosh, great night! We'll see you tomorrow, uh, next next Wednesday. Good night. Yeah. And another what? thing, get off of my clothes. This is not a jacket. This is it a burberry. Like hey man, hey, you're it's rocking a in a suede shirt. Dumbass. It looks like it looks like a, one of like a, one of the sandwiches, and you have like this cream in the middle. Hey, Todd, Todd, the woolly beard goes well with the camel shirt, okay? You're rocking it. It's like a caramel. Like this, Todd, that's just one shirt like this, and it's white right here. a shirt, and this is It looks like a jacket. Oh, that's a shirt that looks like a jacket. Are you wearing like a onesie? Is that a onesie you're wearing, Stephen? Is that like a pajama onesie? Yeah, it's got footies. You want to see my footies? <laughs> did, you get, did you jump you into it or you put it in one leg at a time? Right. One leg at a time and you jump into it. <laughs> this is actually... So, Todd, the individual is not important. I'll remember that. No, when what I'm talking about is people that think they're going to lose something because... Uh, other people are gaining no. something. I just and want everybody to pay less. I just want everybody to have to pay less for their prescriptions, Todd. That doesn't mean I, I'm upset that the people have diabetes. They get to pay less. I'm not upset with them. I'm happy for them. I want to be in that club. Well, what what about the student loans? What about the student loans? I want all of us to pay less for our medicine because it's way too much, don't you understand what I'm saying? It's way too much. But that's what the Affordable Care Act was doing, Stephen. That no, was the Affordable, Affordable Care Act. Act is opposite. Anything that Democrats have, and it says it is, it's the opposite. Exactly. Exactly. You will never give it credit for what it is. Affordable You're just going to go against it because the Democrats came against Just because the Democrats came up. Because, see, the thing about it is the Affordable Care Act was rooted in a conservative idea. Okay, okay, so you're you're keep on saying if, oh, if the Republicans would have presented it, you would have been for it. But because the Democrats presented it, you're against it. It's so just I just had a text from Stephen, and the text from Stephen said, "Goonie and I talk over each other. I get muted, not him." Because he's yeah, holding the just button. like, just like the they, 
That's just right. like they get over, just like the prescription drugs. He's getting something that I can't have, so I'm not complaining about it. Every time. So does Keith. No, I, I Keith actually try to listen because Stephen, Stephen, if you notice how we converse, I actually try to listen to what you have to say. You I'm won't stop you and listen well. to my point. No, no you don't. You try to. You, now, you, you get very intimidated. Steven, you get very intimidated when people come up with no, points and That's why I have to get muted because no, I you're not. Truth if, and people can't handle that much truth. Steven, Steven, that, that's directly opposite. When people you know, talk over not, you and don't listen, you're intimidated. You're intimidated by what they have to say. So that's right. why you try to talk over them. No, I don't have to talk over anybody. I'm just right. I was right about your quarterback. Hurts. Wasn't I right about him? When you have to convince yourself that you're right, you're usually wrong. Was I right? Was I right about the Wuhan lab? Yes. Was I right about COVID nineteen and the shots? Yes. Eventually, you're going to start giving me credit. Am I right Steven, about? Steven, you were you were not. Him? What are you talking right? about? Am I right you're, about? You're, you're right about the, the lab. I am. Just I give it time. That. Just like with with your quarterback, hurts. Give it time. Give it time. And then Steven, you said, okay, Stephen, you said Donald Trump was going to win 48 states. Were you right about that? Yes, it was stolen from him. If it hadn't been stolen, he would have won a lot of states. He couldn't win. So, so you, so you think Donald Trump, you think Donald Trump was going to win? You thought you think Donald Trump was going to win California? No, he wasn't going to win California. Yeah. It's, it's an exaggeration. What I was saying was he's going to get close. He's going to get close to what Ronald Reagan did against election. Jimmy Carter. That's Who what he should have done. He should have had an overwhelming win. Who but if that should it, it's proven. He wasn't it's qualified. Stephen, Stephen, Stephen. He wasn't qualified to be president. He yes, wasn't. Yes, he was. No, yes, he, he wasn't. Was. He was, the dude is an idiot. You're, look at Joe Biden. <laughs> Well, yeah, but, but at least I'm Joe Biden hires about, people that I'm are qualified. I don't want to talk Joe, about Joe, Joe Biden hires people that are qualified for cabinet positions. I, 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 I mean, he had Rick Perry. He had Rick Perry. But Donald Trump did a lot of good for this country that Joe Biden has not done. Look, man, Stephen. Look, no matter you know what, what Biden does, you're not going to give you're not going to give Biden not credit not. for anything. You're not going to give him credit for anything. You have to give credit to. Oh, okay. Well, they, they, I'm leaving too. <laughs> there are quite a few things. You you didn't give Biden credit for pulling out of Afghanistan, even though Trump started it. Was a it. horrible pullout, and our soldiers.